tired, overwhelmed, going through the same cycle over and over and over again? Are you ready to just jump off the merry-go-round? Yeah, I get it. I've been there, and we are all living a journey where we need to rest. The Renewal Well Podcast takes the opportunity to reset twice a week with the foundation of God's Word, an authentic story shared from your host, me, Tiffany M. Ruffner. We'll explore together with Christ as our light. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Renewal Well Podcast with your host, Tiffany M. Ruffner. I am so glad to be here, you all, today. Um, We are going to be wrapping up season one of this podcast really soon. And season one has been about rest and regeneration. And I am going to um, speak today on why rest and regeneration is actually really, really important and why we need it, especially after um, we have given our lives to the Lord and we have um, learned to learned of him, like the woman at the well who had an encounter with Jesus. And um, she may have been going through whatever the things she was going through. As you know, Jesus, he spoke with her and um, basically he knew what was going on in her life. And there's this time where you're excited about the things that happen. And then there's times where things become or get mundane if you don't continue to practice the presence of God or um, find that time to get away with him like we talked about when we talked about uh, John chapter 15. And that's abiding or uh we had we talked about remaining, right? That they use that word in other um, translations, and I really liked, I really loved the definition of the word remain when we uh, went over that. And if you haven't heard that, this is your first time here. I want to welcome you. Um, we deal with emotional wellness, and we look at it from a place of you know, having the mindset of Christ or even, you know, knowing that we have the mind of Christ because he has given his life for us. And so once we have believed in our heart and confessed that Jesus is Lord, we now have that opportunity and and we are in that space where we can uh, live like he lives through us. So we no longer live, but he, like, our flesh is crucified, right? And he lives through us. However, there's a time where people will end up in a place of feeling like they are stuck, but they don't know why. And so they do the traditional things. And they come to love the traditional things because they're not doing the things from the world anymore. 
So they love to do the things of God and be in church and serve. And they find themselves in a cycle. A cycle of doing. And forgetting what being is like. And the Pharisees demonstrate this. Um, They lived by tradition and law, really. You know, they talked about Moses and what Moses said and the law of Moses. And they didn't really concern themselves with the inside. It's like they were always pointing out the sins that they could see and catch others in the act of doing. But their own inward life was in shambles. And so God wants intimacy with us. He wants intimacy with us, one, because he really, really wants a relationship with us. He didn't make us so that he can just control us. And so that's why we get, we have a choice and we get to choose. It's called free will. And we get to choose whether or not we're going to surrender our lives to him. Now, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm tired. All of the stuff is going on and um, you haven't even chosen to come to him. And then it's another thing to actually really choose to be in relationship with him in that extent because you could choose to rest or your body could put you on rest and you'll get some things you know if you end up having to have a hospital stay or something tragic happens but after that time and after you know say that season passes on and you're now in another season you could find your stuck yourself stuck by doing things over and over and over and really feeling like you're restless and it's because we aren't really giving our lives over to him we're not really enjoying him we're not really connecting with him and allowing him to speak and just listening to like the things that's on his heart. And so then we could find ourselves in the place of the works of the flesh. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from Mark chapter seven. This is what we'll be discussing tomorrow in the renewal well house on clubhouse at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope you'll meet us there on Tuesday. So it says in Mark chapter 7, I'm going to actually read verse 5. So the Pharisees and scribes asked Jesus, why do your disciples not live their lives according to the tradition of the elders, but instead eat their bread with ceremonially unwashed hands I'm reading in the Amplified Bible he replied rightly did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites play actors pretenders as it is written in scriptures these people honor me with their lips 
but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain. Their worship is meaningless and worthless, a pretense. Teaching the precepts of men as doctrines, giving their traditions equal weight with the scriptures. You disregard and neglect the commandment of God and cling faithfully to the, to the tradition of men. So he was saying like their what they thought was most important was clinging to the tradition of men. And we see that at times when something becomes culture, you need to see are you so much involved in the culture that you're no longer hearing what God is saying to you about you what he's saying about your inner man in verse 20 in the same chapter he says and he said whatever comes from the heart of a man that is what defiles and dishonors him for from within, that is, out the heart of men come base and malevolent thoughts and schemes and acts of sexual immorality, thefts, murders, adulteries, acts of greed and covetousness, wickedness, deceit, unrestrained conduct, envy and jealousy, slander and profanity, arrogance and self-righteousness and foolishness, poor judgment. All these evil things, schemes, and desires come from within and defile and dishonor the man. Why was that something that he needed to point out? Because they were looking at washing the way that you wash your hands. It's, it's obvious that they were concerned with works. And I just want to go um, to one of our foundational scriptures of this podcast. It's Romans 12, verse 2. Let me go to that really quick. It says, And do not be conformed to this world. Actually, I wanted to read it in the New Living Translation. I was about to read it in the Amplified. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I'm going to read it one more time. Romans 12 verse 2 in the New Living Translation says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. They were with their own traditions. Sometimes it was something that Moses said in the law. And sometimes it just was like they weren't really thinking things through critically. It's like they wanted everything to the letter 
and they had no heart to it. And so what happens when you aren't, when you, when you don't have your heart to something, I'm going to go through some of Proverbs chapter 24 verses three and four Proverbs chapter 24. And this is in the Amplified Bible says through skillful and godly wisdom, a house, a life, a home, a family is built. And by understanding it is established on a sound and good foundation. And by knowledge, its rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. What does that mean? That means that for the inside of us, it's built on wisdom, our house, us. We are the temple of God. So when we literally think about how we are building ourselves and our lives, we need to be careful on how we build. We build on wisdom. We build on understanding so that it is established. We have a good foundation. Our rooms are filled with knowledge. So we need to make sure that knowledge is always coming in. Verse 7 in Proverbs chapter 24 says, Wisdom is too exalted for a hardened, arrogant fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate where the city rulers sit in judgment. So you cannot have wisdom if you're hardened and arrogant like the Pharisees were at this point because they because they thought they knew everything. And even times when you see yourself facing things in the world in a certain particular way, people are like, well, we don't do this this way. So um, they might think less of you if you try to come come to them in a particular position or a stance. And I, I, I'm going to just use one more, one more verse from there. It says, if you claim ignorance and say, this is verse 12. Actually, let me read 11 and 12. Rescue those who are being taken away to death and those who stagger to the slaughter. Oh, hold them back from their doom. If you claim ignorance and say, see, we did not know this. Does he not consider it who weighs and examines the hearts and their motives? And does he not know it who guards your life and keeps your soul? And will he not repay you and every man according to his works? Basically, you're looking at, or God is looking at that inward part. He examines our hearts. He knows our motives. And when we're not careful, when we're trying to live up to the standards or conform to the world, to the customs of this world, and we're not really taking that time to be with him, maybe we even come to love the world, the love of the world. If you have the love of the world, the love of the father is not in you. I believe that's in first John somewhere, I believe. Um, you cannot think from the spiritual place when you are in a worldly place. And the more that you cling to the world, the less that you'll be on fire for the kingdom of God. And sometimes 
you have to be careful that if you believe that you've been in this place where it's like, oh, I'm working, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm serving, I'm doing this and doing that. And the free time that you have, you have a choice. You have a choice to go spend it with our loving father, spending time with Jesus, going to the secret place that are a long time, or you can choose to spend that time doing the things that the world does and never actually getting replenished. A lot of times the world, the things that the world is doing, it looks like, yes, this is actually going to satisfy what I, what I need because I'm tired, but actually it puts you in a place of longing. The woman at the well, she was in a place of longing. Like she had been through a whole lot. And so when she had the encounter with the Messiah, she didn't even know it was him. She didn't even know that her world would be turned upside down that day. And sometimes we just ha- need to have a re-encounter, a re-encounter with him because the process, <laughs> the process, sometimes people fall out of love with the process or I don't know if many people don't really love the process, but we got to learn to love the process because that is what God is making us. Actually, we need to love the processor. My friend Angelique says, trust the processor. He's the one that's doing the processing. So we trust him because we love him. And we know that he's not going to do anything to harm us. So in the process, I'm not saying that you can't do things that help you to enjoy things, but I'm saying don't fall in love with it. Don't fall in love with the ways of the world. And if you know that you don't really know how to, how to draw a line, um, you need to think about what Jesus said. I had a pastor, um, when I was living in California and he did this Bible study about that section where Jesus is telling them, if your eye offends, you cut it off. If you're like, if your foot and your hand, like to literally chop those parts off of your body. Now that is really hard to do. I think I was listening to something over this past weekend and it was like, if you try to cut your hand off, or I was reading something, but it was like, if you try to cut your hand off, you're not going to really be able to cut it off because it's going to automatically, you're going to automatically think about what's going on and you're not going to be able to stop yourself. <laughs> like, or you, you'll not, you won't be able to stop yourself. You won't be able to continue to go because your brain is too involved in your own hand. Now, if it was somebody else's hand, it probably wouldn't be hard, but to do it to yourself it's not easy, but this is literally what the crucifying of our flesh means. And I believe that even in that time where you might get tired, you might get weary, you might want to do all the different things, but we must be careful. We must be mindful because Satan is always coming to look. He's looking to and fro. He wants to see who he can devour. So if you are in a 
place where you're lethargic, you're tired, and you have not went to Jesus, and you're allowing the things of the world to actually um, tempt you and you fall into sin, he's now got a foothold, right? And he can take you to the places he wants away from your purpose, away from your calling. And that's my only share, or my only share. This is my only um, topic for today, I guess. I don't, you know, I don't like to go long on here, so I don't want to go over 20 minutes. Um, But we'll be back on Thursday. I'm looking to maybe wrap it up on Thursday. If not, we will go um, into the month of May. And uh, I'm looking to return with season two probably close to the beginning of June, but I will let you know because I still plan on sharing some of our content that we have um, previously repurposing it and putting it on here just for once a week while we are on break. And you'll know, I'll give an update because I'll do like an intro or something before it. But thank you all for joining in. Uh, Remember, you can find more information by going to the renewalwell.com. Y'all, please donate to our charity water campaign. Please make a donation um, so there could be water wells built. Um, we would love to see that. Also, come on by our clubhouse. Uh, we are, that link is also on there, the renewalwell.com. And we're here Mondays and Thursdays. So if you have just listened to this for the first time, go back and listen to the previous episodes. Thank you for coming. God bless you all. Have a great one.